So I'm just gonna come out and say it. New Year's resolutions stress me the fuck out. Period. They do. And I have had a lot of conversations over the last week with some people who are on board with me when I say that because the truth is this generation and social media loves to paint this perfect and ideal picture and you know it just seems like everybody's life is so great and so perfect and it's really overwhelming and so I've started to notice that people are constantly adding shit to their plate. They're constantly adding these goals to achieve onto everything that is already on their plate right now. So I just feel like New Year's resolutions tend to have this trend or theme that we always need to be adding more to our plate. That we need to set bigger goals than the year before regardless of whether we even achieved our last year goals or not. But like, why is it that we always need to keep doing more, working more, growing more, when sometimes the thing that we currently are doing or the habits that we currently have or the things that we've been struggling with are the things that are holding us back from being able to do more in the first place. So like, for me, instead of putting on the unrealistic amount of pressure into this new year and setting these big goals and putting all of this emphasis on achieving these bigger goals on top and like throwing that and piling and sandwiching that on top of okay well the bear like my regular day today of like my keeping up with my career and like being able to make money so I can pay my bills and my rent and then like keeping up with friends and family and like taxes are coming up and that makes me the thought of that makes me want to spiral out of my mind so you know I really want to break this down and break this episode down into a handful of things. I'll probably think of more as I go on, so I'm not going to give a specific number of how many, but I'm going to break this down into the habits that held me back last year, that might have held you back last year as well, that can hopefully, as I break them this year and get better at managing them, can help me achieve more along the way this year. So let's get into it. Also, I want to point out that I feel like we tend to forget that our old habits are still there. So, and like also life happens, shit happens. So when we are out here trying to follow through with our new year's resolutions and something not so great happens, which is bound to happen because life as great as it can be can also be just as bad. And so I just feel like remembering that It's okay if you set New Year's resolutions and goals and life gets in the way or something happens and that pushes you back a few steps. I just want to normalize that because I don't want that to be forgotten because I love when people are chasing their goals and they do set a goal and they set them in a realistic way and they're able to get after it, but then like something happens and they feel so down on themselves because life got in the way but I just feel like life getting in the way is inevitable so just remembering that if you are someone who's like yes I'm setting these goals and I'm getting after it and I'm doing the thing like I'm proud of you I support you but if you're someone like me that gets overwhelmed with adding to the already stressful day today then stick around because I have some shit to say so we're starting off hot with the first one because I feel like so many people deal with this shit is Okay, we are no longer letting people step all over our boundaries. We're done with that. We're, we're fucking taking all of that. We're trashing that. We're throwing it in the fucking trash can. We're done with that. Okay, I can't tell you how many times 
I had to, well, one, how many times people have pushed my boundaries and took my niceness as a weakness and used that in a way where they could get what they wanted. You know, you give them an inch, they take a fucking yard. So I have noticed that through me being able to, in those few times where I got completely pushed to the edge, had to set the boundary that my life ultimately got so much better. And I know that that's a given, but setting boundaries is really uncomfortable and it's really hard. And I feel for you if there is someone or something in your life that is causing you a lot of headache and they are just taking and taking and taking from you and you are having a really hard time setting that boundary. I recently had to build up courage. I literally confided in my therapist and one of my good friends and was able to set the boundary in a way that felt comfortable for me, which was via email. And I set the boundary. And I, the big thing about setting boundaries is being able to stand your ground with them and being able to stand your ground as soon as you set it. Because once you set it, you're cementing your fucking feet there and you are dying on that hill, basically. And what I noticed personally after having to a couple times this year set some boundaries with people is that my life literally got so much better. Like, so much better. And for all of you people pleasers out there, it's going to be really hard to stand that ground because, you know, they're going to make you feel bad or maybe they're never, they won't talk to you again for a little bit and they're going to be upset that you finally had the courage to stand up and say what you had to say and say how you had to feel. But one of two things is going to happen. One, that person is either going to look inward and be a thumb guy and start to figure out where it got went wrong or where it got rocky and you can rebuild the relationship in a better way or they're not emotionally available or capable enough to do that and they're a pointer guy and they're gonna just walk away and guess what that's better for you it's better for your life and i'm proud of you for being able to set that boundary so this year in 2023 before i even have to set the boundary i'm just going to start to keep my radar on with anybody or anything that I feel is sucking the life out of me because they're just taking and taking and pushing my boundaries and pushing what is right. And so starting off with that, and then if I have to set the boundary, being uncomfortable so that I can become re-comfortable again in my day to day. And so that's number one. Okay, the second really big thing that held me back, not for the last year, but literally the last two years of my life is comparing my life and my journey in whatever aspect of life that is, whether it's in friendships, experiences, career, whatever it is, I was constantly comparing my journey to someone else's. I saw what somebody else had on social media, of course. I wanted that and I made some very unintentional and poor decisions to try and get to that end place a lot faster, which in any case is not the way to go because your entire life is so different from the next person. Your life experiences and everything that you're doing is completely different than someone else's. And I was actually listening to Mel Robbins podcast and she was saying like she wanted to 
be the person that went on book tours and went and traveled the world to like do these seminars and whatever it was. And she was saying like, it's so cool. Like my friends are doing that. And like, I want to do that. Like her friends that also are like motivational speakers and stuff. And somebody like brought her back down to reality and was like, well, they don't have kids. You know, they're not married. You know, their whole life is different than yours. And so as much as right, like in this moment, you want that and you would probably do anything in your power to get to that point. There's a level of reality that you have to accept that that's why that person is able to do that right now and why you can't. Not to say that you never will be able to have the relationship, the career, the financials, the house, the whatever it is, the experiences. It's just that your journey is on a different path than the person next to you. And I didn't want to believe that in my own case. And I think that had to do with the fact that I wasn't happy with where I was in life. And I wasn't like my whole mindset was complete shit. I didn't like where I was living. I didn't like, you know, my financial situation. I didn't like that. I felt like I never saw my friends. Like there was so many things that I felt like I didn't like. And so I just saw what someone else had. And I made my entire life and my entire personality around working overtime as much as I could and working on weekends and like doing all the things to just fill that void. And so I think with this whole idea of not comparing yourself to someone else's journey is to accept where you are and to understand where you want to be and getting really fucking honest with yourself as to what are the steps that you in your life with your current circumstances are going to be able to be the stepping stones to get you to that end goal. And it might take you a couple months. It might take you a year. It might take you a few years to get to whatever point that is and whatever goal you're trying to get to. And that's okay. And so in 2023, I will be doing my ultimate best, although my work is on social media a lot. I'm going to do my best to not compare myself to the next person and their journey because that's only half of it on social media that we see. We see a smidge, a literal crumb on the floor of their life. And being able to understand that as well Uh, because not comparing yourself is so hard to do in this day and age, but I'm going to do my absolute best to not do that in 2023 so that I can be happy with my life and where I'm at and where I'm going and make the intentional steps to continue growing and getting where I want to go. I'm literally making dinner in between every point that I make. So every time that I finish a point, I'm pausing the microphone, running and making my dinner coming back and then finishing it. So I just wanted to let you know that. Okay, so the third point and the third habit that I will not be bringing into 2023 as best as I can is giving a shit about what people think about me and the choices that I make. And with that, I'm done letting people's insecurities and and like the way that they project their insecurities in the things that they say and do dictate my life, the choices I make, and the things that I want to do and how I feel about myself. And I feel like for me, I have learned when someone's insecurities are being projected out onto me with the things that they say and do. And so that took a lot of time for me to figure out. But I simply am no longer letting that take up like any space in my mind. Like that's where the boundaries come in with, I'm only going to like be with this person and limit it to the time that I want to limit it to. Or 
I'm taking what they say and their opinions and their thoughts with a grain of salt. And like, again, this goes for any aspect of your life, whether it is with your career and someone doesn't agree that you are running your own business, for example. Or maybe you made the decision to drop out of college and your uncle Jerry thinks that that was a dumb idea because he is a doctor. Or maybe someone doesn't agree with the person that you're dating. And so I just feel like the only person that knows all of the pieces to your life is you. And unless you ask for someone's opinion, there should really be no reason why someone should be coming at you about it. And that's the other thing is like, It's also the way that someone expresses their opinions and feelings towards you. Like if it's in a way that's really respectful and in a way where it's coming off as if they really want the best for you and not that they want the best for themselves and they're trying to like say whatever they can to get that for themselves. Like if they're coming at it in a way where it's the best for you, I feel like, okay, I'll take that. This isn't coming from a place of of insecurity and you know, versus, on the other hand, someone is, all of a sudden you like mention your friend's name and then your parents are like giving a snarky remark or they make like a face about it or, and then you're like, well, what was that? And then they kind of like go off about your friend that they don't like. Or maybe you dropped out of college and you are at a holiday dinner or you're at some holiday whatever. And, you know, someone's like, well, how is dropping out of college? And then you like explain the situation to them and then they kind of roll their eyes or whatever. And then they start going off on a tangent about why you shouldn't have dropped out of college. So it's just things like this where being aware of how someone is coming at you and approaching a situation where you can then be like, all right, well, this person is obviously very insecure and this is coming from a place of insecurity from them. So I'm not going to take this to heart. I'm going to continue living my life. I'm going to be confident in the choices that I'm making. And then we limit the amount of time that we're spending with that person. And so I think that this is so, so big for anybody that wants to grow and thrive and actually become the authentic person that they want to be. Because if you're constantly letting these people dictate your life with their insecurities and their fears and their feelings, and they're just like bringing you down, you have to notice that and then limit that time with them. And then really just surrounding yourself with people that do want the best for you and they're coming out and expressing their feelings towards you in a healthy and caring way. So I feel like that's a big one. Okay, so the fourth thing that I also think is was a big like holy shit moment for me is I am no longer expecting people to go and do things that I would do for them. Damn. Like... I'm done because I, and this has, and guess what? This has everything to do with me, okay? This doesn't have to do with the other person. This has everything to do with me and my level of, my realistic level of expectancy of another person because I have for so long felt like the person that would go above and beyond for other people and that I would always drop everything that I had to do to go and be there for another person or whatever it was, big or small. And every time that wasn't reciprocated, I would feel like, well, holy shit, this person doesn't care about me, this person, whatever. And like, I would be so mad at the person. I would be so upset. And like, there are two things about this and two sides. And the one side is for me, I have to stop expecting people to go above and beyond. And that has to do with I have no idea what's going on in that person's life. I have no idea why that person 
might not be able to reciprocate something for me in that moment in time. And just because I'm doing it doesn't mean another person has to do it too. And that was a hard pill to swallow. But then there's the other side where is the person not able to go above and beyond or out of their way for me? Or is it just not a priority for them? Well, they just like simply won't do that. And so understanding that as well. And I was just having this conversation with someone yesterday where they were telling me about this person who is a person in their life that it's just like a rocky relationship. And they were telling me, they were like, well, this person, every time I express my feelings and emotions to them, and every time that I give them like my opinion or my thoughts, or like I have a need and they just like every time won't meet it. They disregard my feelings. It doesn't matter. They think about them always. And it's frustrating. And so what I had said was, I'm not going to sit here and say that your feelings aren't valid because they are. They are valid. But what I'm not going to sit here and do is let you constantly complain about what they're not doing. Because the reality is, is that you can't control what what somebody else does. But what you can do is control what you can control. You have a part of the relationship or a part of the situation that you can control and that's up to you. And so you can either sit here, and this was something that I always did, you can either sit here and constantly complain that this person's not listening or this person like blah, 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 they're not doing this thing for me and they're like overlooking my feelings or this is where you set the boundaries and you start understanding what you can control in your side of the relationship. And so... Yeah, I just feel like this whole idea of I'm done expecting people to do things that I would do for them has a lot of different pieces to it. But when you can live life understanding and, you know, accepting a level of this is what this person can and can't give me versus like this is what this person won't give me. When you can understand that between you and the relationships that you have in your life, it's a really freeing moment because... You're controlling what you can control and you're accepting that you can't control what other people do, say, and feel. And again, that's just so freeing. And the final habit that I'm going to not do in 2023 as best as I can is thinking too much about the past and thinking too much about the present or about the future. And I think this is so big for me, especially for someone who has severe anxiety. And I just think that this is something a lot of people do in general is like they think about something that they did and they harp on it all night. And like, you know, you think about that one thing that you could have done better or how you could have, what choices and decisions you could have done that could have led you to maybe a different part of your life. And You know, then you think about the future and how you're going to pay for your bills and how you're going to like, what is this conversation with my boss going to look like or with my friend or, you know, things like that. And so I found this quote like a couple months ago and I've never forgotten it, but I just Googled it so I don't fuck it up. But it's a quote by, I don't know how to pronounce this, Malachi McCourt. And it says, if you have one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you're pissing on the present. And for some reason, I have never forgotten that quote. And because it's so true, like if you think about it, you have one foot all the way to the left in the past, one foot all the way to the right in the future, and you're just basically taking a shit on your present. And that sucks because the thing that's going to make a better future and to help you heal more with your past is by dealing with your present and by actually being intentional in the present and deciding in that moment 
what choices and what decisions moving forward and today can you do to create a better future for yourself? And you can't do that if your mind is always elsewhere. And my mind is always, always, always elsewhere. And I've gotten a lot better at in times when I start to freak out about, you know, things that are coming up or things that I feel like I could have done better in the past. And ultimately trying to bring myself back into the present and realizing that in this moment, I am safe. I am okay. I have a family that loves me. I have amazing friends. Like I am doing amazing things in my career and really just like boosting those affirmations and trying to just sit with the present and getting back into the present. And that's a hard thing to do, but definitely something that I think helps make a more intentional present day and a better future for yourself. And so anyways, that's all I have. I'm going to be working on take breaking these habits as best as I can in 2023. And this is not to say that I'm going to be able to do it all the time. Like it's not like I'll be able to like set the boundary super easy every time with someone that I might have to set a boundary with. I might find myself getting really lost in the future or the past and like just totally disregarding my present day. I might still get upset with someone when I feel like they're not reciprocating in a way that I would ideally want them to. And so I think a good place to start is to just be aware of when these things might pop up and where they might feel really negative in your life and in your body and being able to just be aware of it and starting from there because the more being aware is the first step and then being able to actually implement them into your situations in your day to day is again a digestible small step that we can all start to practice if we really want to get better at breaking these negative habits that hold us back and so yeah that's pretty much all I have and if there are any other habits that you feel like you want to break in 2023 that you feel like have been holding you back, definitely shoot me a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear them. At Sarah Locks is the Instagram because I feel like we all have the same sort of habits just in a different way that we can all relate to. And again, if you are someone who feels overwhelmed by the idea of adding more goals to your 2023 and to the new year, I highly recommend you jumping on board with me and just what habits held you back in 2022, and then seeing how you can work through them in the new year. And that's all I got. All right. 